Cheryl heard it again, the soft, dry, crunching sound that a foot might make in leaves. This time it was very close. She lay rigid in her sleeping bag, barely daring to breathe, gazing straight up at the dark, slanting wall of the tent and telling herself to calm down. It's probably just an animal, maybe a deer. A few days ago, camped in a meadow below the pass, they'd been awakened in the night by a deer wandering near their tent. Its hooves had crashed through the foliage, snapping branches and shaking the ground. Bambi the elephant, Danny had called it. This was different. This was stealthy. She heard it again, flinched, and dug her fingertips into her bare thighs. Maybe something falling from a tree? Pine cones? They could make sounds like that, she supposed. Plenty of wind out there to shake them loose. That's it. That has to be it. Otherwise, somebody is standing just outside the tent. And that can't be. They'd seen nobody for two days. They'd reached Lower Mesquite Lake early in the afternoon. Except for this small patch of woods, the glacial lake was surrounded by barren rock. They'd hiked completely around it. They'd explored the woods. They'd seen nobody. Not even when they hiked over a small ridge to Upper Mesquite. Nobody. Cheryl took a deep breath, trying to calm herself. Go to sleep, chicken shit. Cheryl consciously relaxed her legs and rump and back, settling down into the warmth, and turned her head to stretch her taut neck muscles. She felt like rolling over. She wanted to turn face down and burrow deep, but she was afraid to move that much. A monster under the bed, just like when she was a kid, and knew there was a terrible monster under the bed. If she lay absolutely still, it would leave her alone. I'm eighteen. I'm too old for this. Slowly, she started to turn over. Her bare skin made whispery sliding sounds against the nylon bag, almost loud enough to mask the other sound. She went stiff. She was on her side, facing Danny. The other sound came from behind her. A quiet, hissing sigh, a sound such as fingernails might make scraping along the tent's wall. She flung herself against Danny, shook him by the shoulders. Moaning, he raised his head. Huh? <sighs> what? Somebody's outside, she gasped. He pushed himself up on his elbows. Huh? Outside. I heard him. Who? Shh! Neither of them moved. I don't hear anything, he said in a groggy voice. I did. God, he's right outside the tent. He scratched on it. Probably just a branch. Danny! Okay, okay, I'll go out and have a look. I'll go with you. <laughs> no point in both of us freezing our asses. I'll go. He rose to his hands and knees, still in the double sleeping bag, letting in the cold night air, as he searched through the clothes and gear at the head of the tent. He pulled his flashlight out of his boot. Just be a minute, he said. Cheryl scooted away. Danny climbed from the bag and crawled to the foot of the tent. Kneeling there, naked, he pulled at the zipper of the mosquito netting. Cheryl sat up, the cold wrapped around her. Shuddering, she hugged her breasts. Maybe you better not, she whispered. Come on back. 
That's all right. Please? I gotta take a leak anyway, he said, and started to crawl through the flaps. He was halfway out when he stopped. He uttered a low groan. One of his feet reached backward. Cheryl heard a wet thud. Spray rained against the tent flaps. Danny's legs shot out from under him. He bounced up and down, knees pounding the tent floor, flopping in mad spasms that seemed to last forever. At last, he lay motionless. Cheryl stared in horror as Danny began to slide through the flaps. His buttocks vanished. His legs dragged along as if he were being sucked slowly into a dark mouth. Cheryl was alone in the tent. But not for long.